92.5, and now we're going directly to Ted Patel and Chris McMillan for the championship game of the boys' baseball regional finals between Corona and Parma Western. Ted, how you doing? We're doing good, Jim, and hello again, everybody. Welcome to Championship Saturday right here on C92.5. I am Ted Patel, my partner, Chris McMillan. And Chris, before we get too far along, tell everybody about some of the great folks that are making this broadcast possible. Well, that includes Meyer of Trenna, Big City Dog, Trenna Mill, Stillback Home Healthcare, Sunbat, Pontiac, Hewitt Pontiac, GMC. Well, Trenna won the first game in uh, the morning session. Freedom won over DeWitt. Lance McCure wins the entire seven innings. He improved his record to 10-0 in game two. Carmel Western down Mount Moore, 6-3. We'll be back with the starting lineup. Then the first pitch coming to you from Goodrich High School right after these messages. So bad, Home Medical Supplies is your local full-service home medical equipment and supply store and has been serving Shiawassee County and the surrounding area for over 40 years. At Sobax Home Medical, you'll find a full line of oxygen equipment, all your diabetic supplies, breast prosthesis, wheelchairs and mobility aids, bathroom safety aids, and more. You'll also find caring, professional service to help you find solutions to your particular medical problems. Sobax Home Medical Supplies has three convenient locations to serve you. 112 West Exchange Street, downtown Owasso, 8906 East Lansing Highway in Durand, and Broad Street, inside the Broad Street Pharmacy, downtown Chesaning. Sobax Home Medical Supplies, proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Call 723-8927 in Owasso, 288-4609 in Durand, and 845-8927 in Chesaning. When family and friends come together for backyard summer fun, they all head to Meyer for their summer fun supplies. Your hometown Meyer store has it all, from meat for the grill to sides and salads, your favorite summer drinks, chips, dessert, and even the charcoal you need to get it all going. While you're there, don't forget the sunscreen. Oh, and the bug spray. You might want to grab a couple of new beach towels. Oh, yeah, and don't forget the kids will need new swimsuits. Don't worry, you'll find it every day at low Meyer prices. Why pay more? Grab the newest movie releases, pick up your lottery tickets, and don't forget the force is coming up fast. So stock up now on sparklers and fireworks to help make your celebration a blast. Your summer fun headquarters is your Owasso Cremona area Meyer store. M21 at State Road, Corona. Proud to sponsor high school sports on the v The Castle. And now for the starting lineup. Well, it's the Michigan High School Association. Regional Baseball Championship. You're hearing it all live on Z92.5 with Chris McMill and I am Ted, the sports guy. Here are the starting lineups for you. And Corona is the home team, and they'll be out in the field, of course, and batting for Parma Western Panthers and their head coach, Scott Oliver, 23-15 and 15 on the season. He'll lead things off with Carson Kraft as a second baseman, batting second, shortstop Matt Sinkovich. The first baseman will bat third, Louis Sharp. Batting cleanup, Reed Hackworth. Playing center field for the Panthers. Uh, the pitcher will be Josh Goolidge. Chris, do you have any statistics at all on Goolidge? There's only things that you hear quickly. Yeah, he's 8-1 on the season. 8-1, that's the main stat we need to know right now. Uh, at third base, batting next, Abe Jansen. Left fielder will be Brad Milligan, followed by Mike Chappell and the designated hitter, Kevin Clark. Crona offensively will go with designated hitter Adam Scott. He'll bat for the pitcher, Brad Sewell. Shortstop will be Brandon Eckerly. 
Catcher Ryan Secor will bat third, followed by cleanup hitter Lance Lachier, the fifth batter, left-handed hitter Ashton Porter, followed by first baseman Tyler Epsi. Left fielder Andy Ogimski will bat next. Jordan Sayer will get the nod at the eighth flat, playing second base, and right fielder Travis Sane will bring up the tail end of the lineup. The wind is starting to pick up. It's starting to cloud over. We're hoping to get this one in from Goodrich High School. If any lightning is spotted in the area, according to the Michigan High School regulations, we'll have to stop play for at least 20 minutes. And every time lightning is spotted in the area, you'll have to stop for another 20 minutes. And we're certainly keeping our fingers crossed we don't have to deal with that situation over here. Chris, I think we're going to have a pretty good matchup. Parma Western and Mount Morris really played a fun, entertaining game in the previous contest. And one thing about Parma Western, they showed some pretty good hustle here for their head coach, Scott Oliver, because they just sprint to their positions and sprint back into the dugout. It's a little mind game they're playing, showing that they're ready to go and they're in top shape. Yeah, I think it's kind of surprising. I think if you would have looked at this regional before it started last week, you never would have picked either one of these teams to be in the finals. Oh, you're right. I mean, you got Goodrich that had a fine season this year. Flip Powers, uh, Lapeer West was ranked number one for a good portion of this season. But Ad has 15 losses on the season. That's exactly right. They're 20 at the right time. 23 and 15. They have a, a good hitting lineup at the front of that lineup, very similar to Corona. Cavaliers coming to this ballgame, 23-7 for their head coach, Brian Osborne. On the hill for the Cavaliers, uh, the big right-hander, Brad Sewell. He's 5-4 and four on the season, and uh, he is completing some of his warm-up tosses right now. Umpire behind the plate for this contest will be Jim Marshall out of Marlette, and on the bases, Kevin Ireland out of Davidson. If you're a softball fan, and who isn't a softball fan after watching Michigan win the College World Series? What a fabulous matchup they had with UCLA winning that uh, championship 4-1 over the Bruins. In uh, the championship game of the regional right behind us on the softball diamond, it's Flint Kersley and Marshall going at it for a regional championship, trying to make it to Tuesday's quarterfinals. And that's exactly what these two teams here on the baseball diamond are trying to do try to make it to Tuesday's quarterfinal contest at Flushing High School, so we have a little shorter trip if we happen to make it that far. Catching for the Cavaliers, Ryan Secord finishing up with the tosses from right-hander Brad Sewell, and there's the final warm-up, the throw down to second base, and we're about ready to go. Any final thoughts here, Chris McMillan, before we start this one off? Not a lot of thoughts, don't know a lot about either one of these teams, to tell you the truth, just whoever picks the best is going to win this game. Chris. Field dimensions here, 311 down each line, 372 to straightaway center field, and we're going to start it off with Carson Kraft, left-handed hit and second baseman, 342 average on the season, he has some ding, or some power with the three home runs on the season and 22 RBIs. Here's Sewell's first delivery hit right up the middle, Sewell slows it down, it goes to Ackerley, who it over to first base, one up and one down for the Parma Western Panthers. That really showed a great arm that time and hung with a tough hop. That's probably the hardest hard hit ball we saw in the whole first game between the Cavaliers and uh, Whitney Plain DeWitt. That's right. Coach Osborne hoping the Cavaliers bat break out of their little slumber here for this contest, and we saw Parma Western hit the ball around, scoring six runs against Mount Morris. Here's Sewell's first delivery, nice curveball to Matt Sinkovich. He's a 260 hitter and plays shortstop for the Panthers. Right-handed hitter, wears number four. Here's Sewell working quickly, outside corner and away, no good. One and one, the count. Sewell looks like he wants to get right at it, work very quickly. He goes to the windup and the pitch. One-one pitch, swing and a miss. He took a little bit off that delivery. 
to the batter that time, Matt Sikovic, way out in front. No score just underway for this regional championship game. Corona and Parma Western out of the Jackson area. Here's the pitch. Fouled off at the play box. Bounced off the foot of the batter, Sikovic. Good afternoon for baseball. Lightly windy, very humid, but uh, good day to play some ball. No score in this one. Here is Sewell's delivery. Curveball away. Not up to count. 2-2. Trying to win their first game earlier today. 3-1 to one over the DeWitt Panthers. Playing another Panther team here in Parma Western. Here's a shot to left field. Solid base hit by Matt Sinkovic. Well, he read that one perfectly. It drilled it to left field. Now, the first two batters have not been pulled at all. Yep, both hit that ball very sharply. And speaking of sharp, here is first baseman Louis Sharp. Probably the best hitter here for Parma Western. Sharp, 418 batting average, six home runs, and 35 RBIs. He's digging in the right box. Short lead at first by Sinkovic. Here is a first ball swinging foul ball down the left field line. And Sewell jumps ahead in the count. No balls in one strike. No score here. Sharp at the dish. Oh, change up, and he fouls it off again to the third base box where Scott Oliver hauls it in. Parma Western looks like a good fastball hitting team, so you might want to throw a lot of off-speed pitches. Mix it up a lot. That's what Lance Lequeur did in that first contest. I've, we've got a, a slight weather report here that there has been some thunderstorms and lightning spotted within somewhere in the area. Here's a hit towards first. Epstein knocks it down. Is there time to get him at first? No. Infield hit by Louis Sharp. That was a very tough play to judge. It was a number off the end of the bat, and I think uh, Cavalier first baseman Epsi had a little bit of a hard time zeroing in on it. So, Arma Western kicking up their heels here early. One out, two runners on base with a couple of hits. Here is Sewell. And he gets it on the outside corner. Strike one to clean up hitter center fielder Reed Hackworth. 364, two home runs, and 25 RBIs on the season for Hackworth. He's up there to ready to hack. Here's Sewell again. A change up the ball goes to shortstop. And it's actually going to third. Throws it over the head of Lance Lachier. And it goes into the Parma Western dugout. Boy, I think actually made the right play and right decision going to his right. But he lost his concentration a little bit on the little flip toss to Lance Lachier. And Lance maybe a little slow getting back to the bag. But uh, first mistake of the game in air goes against Corona. And it is Parma Western now on the board. Well, errors were definitely a factor in that first game. The DeWitt's throwing the ball around a little bit. And uh, on that air, Hackworth gets to second base. So runners on second and third at the plate, Josh Gulich. Here's Sewell's pitch, high, ball one. So Parma Western here in the top of the first inning, putting some pressure on the Cavaliers early. One out. It gets away from Secor, but the runners stay as Ryan hustles after it very quickly. Ooh. And then nearly throws it away back to Sewell. That was Cavaliers right now. Chris, uh, a little tuned out mentally, I think. They need to get it back together. One to nothing. They trail it. Here in the early going. 
Eckworth and Sharp on the sack. Second and third for Western. The Panthers at the plate. Josh Gulich, the pitcher, he has a 330 average and 25 RBIs on the season, and he goes to first base on the walk. So they load up the bases to try and set up the double play. Now number seven, Force out anywhere here. One out in the first inning. Corona trailing Parma Western. One to nothing. Abe Jansen at the play. 216 hitter. Sewell that time a little high on the first delivery. He's going to go to the windup. Here is the pitch on the outside corner. Strike. One and one. Abe Jansen at the play. As I said, a 216 hitter, 14 ribs on the season. Here's a pitch by Sewell. Curveball breaks away. Swing and a miss by Jansen. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. One to nothing. The Panthers lead. Corona. Sewell sticks with the windup. Here's the pitch. And it's a line drive to right center field. Here comes one run. Runner around third base. Here comes the second run. And... Uh, RBI, and there's a ball thrown away from McGear, and the runner at first moved up again. So the Cavaliers uh, shaking up a little bit. A big hit that time by Abe Jansen, a couple of RBIs. Two kind of hung that curveball up. The two pitch before that was a beautiful breaking ball. That one kind of hung up in the strike zone, and he was hammered. Yeah, it did. If you're going to pitch the game, you don't want to have it hang up high, that's for sure. And we got Brian Osborne out to the mound. Three to nothing. Parma Western over Corona here early. The finals of the 2005 Michigan High School Athletic Association Baseball and Softball Tournament will take place on June 17th and 18th at Bailey Park and Battle Creek. You can follow the tournament on the MHSAA website at mhsaa.com. Make plans now to attend this year's baseball and softball finals at Bailey Park and Battle Creek on June 17th and 18th. Public service message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, z 5 and Sportsnet Michigan. Coach Osborne's had his little talk. Yeah, trying to settle down is uh, senior pitcher Brad Sewell. Runner still on second and third. And only one out here in the first inning. He's run a trail. Parma West, three to nothing. At the plate, Brad Milligan, the 209 hitter on the season. Here's the pitch. Sewell let this one go, and it gets away from Secor. Run comes across the disc. The fourth run of the afternoon on the wild pitch. Well, kind of a nightmare start here for the Cavaliers trying to win only their second regional in school history. Yep. And they're definitely off to a very slow start here. Parma Western opening the floodgates. Got one out. Runner on third for Parma Western. And they're feeling pretty good right now. Here's Sewell's pitch. A little curveball on the inside corner. Ball to strike. Two balls, one strike. And it's definitely getting darker over here in the Goodrich area. A little bit between uh, Flint and uh, Holly, if you're not familiar with uh, Goodrich, where it's located. Swing and a miss there by Milligan. If you're really geography challenged, right by Atlas. Here is Sewell. They're coming home with a steal. And uh, let's see what they call. They called him out. But they tried to steal home. 
both run, uh, was that straight three in it? What have we got here? Okay, the, the, the batter missed the call on the squeeze. Yeah, because he did not get out of the way. No, he didn't. I thought, well, I thought maybe for a minute it was intentional. He was trying to block the catcher. Isn't that almost yeah. a good ball? Yeah, yeah. 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 would have been. You're right. He could have did a great job of getting around and making a tag. He did. So mixed up there. So Scott Oliver trying to put that fifth run on the board with a squeeze. And runner at third base, Abe Jansen was in no man's land. Batter missed the cup, missed it. Here's a fly back at it. You know, you got to kind of wonder about that call because the pitcher struggling. He already had two wild pitches. Just wave him out. He went through another one. Yeah, you're right. Now it's being aggressive. Aggressive baseball back and down. Here's two. The pitch. Swing it a bit. So half inch in the book. Front of trail. Farmer Western. Four to nothing as uh, the Panthers pick to their position. I'm going to Big City Dogs. I just love that smell. Brandon Eckerly, Eckerly, 468 hitter, 18 RBIs on the season. 
Excellent number two hitter in the lineup here, uh, Brian Osborne. Roger, this thing out trailing for nothing. Probably won't go for the small ball here early, but we'll keep an eye on it. Got right away off first base and nearly got picked off over there. Bang, bang. That was close. I think he was leaning maybe a little bit there. Do his right hand around the hill. Quick move. It was a nice quick move. To the set. Here's the pitch. Going out. Fly ball towards right field. Wind is wrecking havoc, and right fielder just plays it. Eckerly waiting for Scott to round second base. Now Eckerly goes, oh my, what is he thinking? He is out at second base. Well, he was waiting for Scott originally, but then a big mistake trying to get to second base at that juncture. Eckerly was thrown out. That's quite in the game yet for Cavaliers. No. So instead of having guys on the corner with no out, they one out with Scott out at third. Ryan Secor at the plate. A big stick for the Cavaliers. 538 batting average coming in. He had a base in the last game. Got a double and also an RBI. Secor a whack at that one. Swing it up. 1-1 one, one the count. We have one out at the bottom of the first inning. Front of trails, Parma Western, four to nothing here from Goodrich High School. Here's a curveball, and Secor hits it hard. Got a lot of it, but he takes it foul. Out of play. Way down the left field line. for the Panthers is Jansen Sinkovic at short, Kraft at second, Sharp over first. Secor flies one out to center field. It looks like it's going to be too short to score the runner. Let's see what happens. They send him. Here comes the throw from center, and it's offline. So Brown does get on the board on the back fly. And Scott scores on the sacrifice by Ryan Secor. Here we're in the bottom of the first inning. Oh, Porter takes it right off of the buttock. Soft 
to the park, so that feels good. Where's that hit? <laughs> so he goes to first base, and he wasn't even uh, thinking about getting out of the way. It was, a, it was a drill shot. Catcher goes out right now, Andy Kreger. Talk with his pitcher, Josh Gulich. Hasn't been a thing of beauty here this first. No, it hasn't. But I'll bring to the play right now, Tyler Apsey. Epsi, right-handed hitter, 366 batting average on the season. Here's a pitch, outside and away on the fastball. Ball one. Tyler, an all-conference player, categorized by his coach Osborne as a blue-collar player. Here's a hit, short shortstop, the fourth out at second base completed. Cavaliers leave a couple on the back, but uh, score one. They trail after one inning, four to one. Trying to give the batter to swing at something bad. Mark 
the side swing and a miss. Back-to-back strikeouts here to start the second inning for Brad Sewell. Yeah, a little better start for Brad. Looks like a totally different picture. Picture. I keep saying picture. It's easy to do. But it does bring uh, the leadoff hitter to the plate. Carson Kraft. He grounded his shortstop the first time up. Swing and a miss this time. Stout left-handed hitter. Two down here in the top of the second inning. Four to one. The Panthers over the Cavaliers. This one inside, just misses the leadoff hitter. Kraft a 342 average and three home runs on the season. Game number 39. Mm-hmm. How many did you play when you were in high school? About 10 14. <laughs> 23 and 15, Barbara Western is coming to this one. Cavaliers 23 and 7. Here is Sewell's pitch. Ooh, that looked like a pretty good pitch from up here. It's all high. Just high. 3-1. Here's the pitch. This one, um, again, called high. So that high strike zone is going to have to come down just a little bit. Yeah, we said we weren't going to talk about it, but we're talking about it. Right now. <laughs> now, the main thing is, once they start, you know, developing where that strike zone is, as long as they stay consistent, then you have nothing to complain about. So on the walk, it's Kraft getting to first base. Number two hitter in the lineup, Matt Stinkovitz at the plate. He had a base hit, his first attempt, scored a run in that first inning. Sewell goes to the stretch now. Here is the delivery. Inside, 1-1 one, one the count. Stinkovitz will be followed by a third hitter, Louis Sharp, who also had a hit last time up. Here's Sewell's pitch, hit towards short. Deep in the hole, and it gets past Eckerly for a base hit. So, Matt Sinkovic, two for two on the afternoon. That moves Kraft up to second base now. And now, Sewell has to face the heart of the order, Backer, with runners on. Two outs, though. At the plate, Louis Sharp, 418 batting average. Here's Sewell's pitch. Curveball cuts the outside corner, strike one. Four to one is the score. Corona trails Parman Western. Sewell again to the stretch. Here's the pitch. Popped up. Gets out to center field while Ashton Porter will put it away. So Corona coming to bat in the second inning, trailing Parma Western. Four to one right here on Z925. When family and friends come together for backyard summer fun, they all head to Meyer for their summer fun supplies. Your hometown Meyer store has it all, from meat for the grill to sides and salads, your favorite summer drinks, chips, dessert, and even the charcoal you need to get it all going. While you're there, don't forget the sunscreen. Oh, and the bug spray. You might want to grab a couple of new beach towels. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, the kids will need new swimsuits. Don't worry, you'll find it every day at low Meyer prices. Why pay more? Grab the newest movie releases, pick up your lottery tickets, and don't forget the force is coming up fast. So stock up now on sparklers and fireworks to help make your celebration a blast. Your summer fun headquarters is your Owasso Cremona Area Meyer Store. M21 at State Road, Corona. Proud to sponsor high school sports on Z925 The Castle. I'm going to Big City Dogs. I just love that smell. 
Outside and away, ball one. Adam Scott last time had a solid base hit. Coolidge in a little bit of trouble here with nobody out. Scott this time hits one out towards left field. Let's see if it's deep enough. I don't think it is. Oh, they're going to send him again? No, they fake the, fake the score. And actually, the throw was offline. The same may have been able to score. But I think good coaching move there by Brian Osborne. That was a very shallow fly out to left field. So Scott's out on the fly out. And Brandon Eckerley, the Cavaliers shortstop now, comes to the plate. The right-handed hitter. At third base is Travis Payne. Here's a pitch. On the curveball inside, strike one. Eckerley comes into this ball game with an over 460 batting average. Next one arm at that shortstop position, too. Rips one to third. Good play by Jansen over there. Throws it across the diamond for the out. And holds the runner at third in the process. That was hit so hard that uh, Sane couldn't do anything with that one. A good play by Jansen. Cavaliers continue to hit the ball hard, though. Yeah, they're not being fooled. And now coming to the plate, Ryan Secor with an RBI opportunity. Cavalier catcher, 31 ribbies on the season, 538 batting average coming into this one. Four to three, Parma Western over Corona. We're in the bottom of the second inning here. Secar lays off the curve outside, ball one. You're listening to Z92.5, the castle. Four to three is the score. Here's the pitch this time, Secar underneath it, pops it up on the infield, second baseman, Kraft should put it away, he does, but two innings complete, four to three, Parma Western over Corona. If you've got four-legged mouths to feed, Corona Mills has the feed you need to feed them. Corona Mills carries the feed you need for just about any kind of animal, with cat and dog food and trees, cattle feed, horse feed, hog feed, and let's not forget our feathered friends, Corona Mills carries four types of wild bird seed. Oh, and fish food for your fishy friends, too. So if you've got furry, feathered, or fishy mouths to feed, you need to get to know the friendly folks at Corona Mills. 417 South Shiawassee Street in Corona. Corona Mills is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and on Saturdays from 9 to 3. Give them a call at 989-743-3110. That's 743-3110. Corona Mills is proud of the achievements of the Corona Cavalier Varsity Baseball Team. Way to go, guys, and congratulations on an outstanding season. Corona Mills, proud to sponsor high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. The host Terry Hayes from Sundance AAA, 1-800-Sundance.com. Hey, just dial us up or punch us up. We'll put a lot of cars in your front room, show you the prices, show you the payments. And if you tell us what you've got to trade in, we'll tell you how we can do there and what your payment will be with your trade in. Well, you know what? 
got something that's rather here than that. GM pricing for everyone on new cars. You went Pontiac and GMCs and St. John's and Chevrolet's left of the Lansing Mall. Hey, this is a GM town. Boy, if it's a brand new car, I hope it's General Motors, but I think they're out of their minds this time. They're going to sell you a car at absolute dealer-based cost, and then they're going to send Sundance to check for doing it. Never heard of such a thing in the whole life. Well, they say everyone. They mean everyone. Yeah, it's Pontiac, Buick, GMCs, it's Sundance. Everything but a Corvette. They don't want to do another Corvette. But if it's a used car, look us up in the wheeler dealer. If you're in your front room, touch us up on your computer. Look at you out of money. Four to three here. We're in the top of the third inning. Reed Ackward at the plate, and he just lines one to the right field alley. That's at least two. Ackward rounds first base. Cavaliers get it into their cutoff man and hold him to a double. But Ackward got good aluminum on that one and lined it out to right field. Well, first game that we broadcast today was a pitcher's duel. Now it looks like the ball is flying all over the place. Hearing that familiar ting. So a solid double by Reed Ackworth. That brings up the pitcher, Josh Coolidge. Four to three, Parma Western leads it. Parma, if you're wondering where that's at, down in the Jackson area. Some of the uh, umbrellas are out here. So we're getting a little weather, and we hope it's just little. But definitely those uh, showers that they were talking about on uh, the weather forecast throughout mid-Michigan, it looks like it's happening. I should hope it avoids us enough to get this one in. Here's a pitch. Coolidge tried to bunt it. Called strike. Looks like we are getting a little rain. It's the umbrella. Mm -hmm. So, score uh, remains four to three. Runner on second base for Parma Western. Here's a bunt attempt. That's the can't catch it. It was bounced up in the air and would have been an out, but he just couldn't hang on to it. So, Jim. You're going to have fun today. You have plans for later on, did you? Because uh, what we got going on right now, lightning was spotted in the area. So we have to so we have to at least take a 20 minutes. So the umpire says at least a half hour. So for you folks tuned in, it is 4-3 to three here in the third inning. The, the players are being called off the field for safety purposes as lightning has been spotted in the area. So according to the Michigan High School Athletic Association, there will be at least a 30-minute break here. And every time that lightning is spotted, they will put 30 more minutes on the clock. So, hey, we could be here for a while. Stick around. The score right now, we're in the top of the third inning. Parma Western will have a runner on second base when we do return. But the score here, 4-3, to three, Parma Western over Corona. And we'll be back. Oh, in about 25 minutes or so to hopefully resume this foggy. Take her away, Jim. Okay, Chad, I got it on this end. And as Chad said, when they spot lightning, they got to stop the game. That's the rules. So what we're going to do is we're going to play some more tunes until Chad calls us back. Meanwhile, the score is 4-3. And we'll see you in a few. Sobeck's Home Medical Supplies is your local full-service home medical equipment and supply store and has been serving Shiawassee County and the 
surrounding area for over 40 years. At Sobac's Home Medical, you'll find a full line of oxygen equipment, all your diabetic supplies, breast prosthesis, wheelchairs and mobility aids, bathroom safety aids, and more. You'll also find caring, professional service to help you find solutions to your particular medical problems. Sobac's Home Medical Supplies has three convenient locations to serve you. 112 West Exchange Street, downtown Owasso, 8906 East Lansing Highway in Durand, and Broad Street, inside the Broad Street Pharmacy, downtown Chesapeake. Sobac's Home Medical Supplies, proud sponsor of high school sports on V92.5 The Castle. Call 723-8927 in Owasso, 288-4609 in Durand, and 845-8927 in Chesapeake. Z92.5, and finally, we're going to go back to Ted Fattel, who is coming out of a one-hour and ten-minute rain delay. Ted, are you there? I'm here, Jim, and we are almost ready for some baseball. Brad's still on the mound right now, finishing up his warm-up tosses, and right now uh, they've done a good job on the field crew, and we're going to be ready to go. Four to three is the score, Parma Western over Corona, where we left off, Reed Hackworth let off this inning with a double. He's standing there on second base. So we got nobody out. Man on second base and the count to the batter. Josh Gulich, the pitcher for Parma Western. He's looking at an 0-2 pitch here. Here's the curveball. And where? Yeah, strike three. A delayed signal by the referee. Strike out there to Gulich. Quite a breaking ball by Brad Sewell coming out of an hour and ten minute rain delay. Yeah, it really was. That, that one definitely dropped right off the table. So that brings the plate Abe Jansen. His first at bat, he had a single. Hits one to third base. Lance Lequeur knocks it down and saves a run. But it's going to be a base hit by Jansen, his second one of the game. Just out of the reach of Lance, who was diving to his right. Knocked it a few feet away from himself, but now that puts runners on the corners. Lower part of the order coming up now. Seven, eight, nine, the first time through the order, all three struck out. Let's see what Brad Milligan can do here. He takes a strike right down the heart of the plate that time for strike one. One out here in uh, the top of the third inning. Four to three, Parma Western over Corona. Here's Sewell's delivery of the pitch, curveball, high and away, 1-1 one, one the count now to the number seven hitter in the lineup here for the Panthers, Brad Milligan. 209 batting average coming in. Here is Sewell, the pitch. Popped out towards right field. The right fielder can't get to it. Here comes a run on the blue single. And now the right fielder can't handle it. Here comes the throw across the diamond. Douglas Pierre, let's see if he gets the tag. They get it right. Out. Travis Spain with a nice throw from right field to LeCure. I think the first attempt, the runner got around him, but uh, Lance stuck with it, put the tag on him. For the out, two out. Good hustle by the home plate umpire to get down there and make that call. He's right on top of it. So that gives uh, Parma Western a one one run there, so a two-run lead. Here is the pitch by Sewell, strike at the knees. 
Down at second base is Milligan. Here's Sewell, a bender on the outside corner. Strike two to Mike Chappell. Five to three, the Western Panthers on top of the Corona Cavaliers here from Goodrich High School. It's been a rainy afternoon here late. Swing and a miss, strike three. So Chapel strikes up. We head to the bottom of the third. Five to three, Parma Western over Corona. Novak's Home Medical Supplies is your local full-service home medical equipment and supply store and has been serving Shiawassee County and the surrounding area for over 40 years. At Sobacks Home Medical, you'll find a full line of oxygen equipment, all your diabetic supplies, breast prosthesis, wheelchairs and mobility aids, bathroom safety aids, and more. You'll also find caring, professional service to help you find solutions to your particular medical problems. Sobacks Home Medical Supplies has three convenient locations to serve you. 112 West Exchange Street, downtown Owasso, 8906 East Lansing Highway in Durand, and Broad Street, inside the Broad Street Pharmacy, downtown Chesapeake. Sobacks Home Medical Supplies, proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Call 723-8927 in Owasso, 288-4609 in Durand, and 845-8927 in Chesapeake. When family and friends come together for backyard summer fun, they all head to Meyer for their summer fun supplies. Your hometown Meyer store has it all, from meat for the grill to sides and salads, your favorite summer drinks, chips, dessert, and even the charcoal you need to get it all going. While you're there, don't forget the sunscreen. Oh, and the bug spray. You might want to grab a couple of new beach towels. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, the kids will need new swimsuits. Don't worry, you'll find it every day at low Meyer prices. Why pay more? Grab the newest movie releases, pick up your lottery tickets, and don't forget the force is coming up fast. So stock up now on sparklers and fireworks to help make your celebration a blast. Your summer fun headquarters is your Owasso Cremona area Meyer store. M21 at State Road, Corona. Proud to sponsor high school sports on Z925 The Castle. Back in action here in the regionals, and Lance Lequeur led off with a solid shot to left field. He's on first base at the plate right now, Ashton Porter. Here two for two on the contest. Porter hit by a pitch first time up. The left-handed batter takes the delivery by Gulich. Swinging a foul back here to the screen. Parma Western on top by a couple. They wear the maroon jerseys with a white hat and a whitish pants. Cavaliers in those white unis trimmed in gold and black. The old Pittsburgh Pirate style with the sleeveless look. Here's the pitch in the dirt. Here goes the runner towards second. I think he may have him split under. Lance Lequeur with a stolen base slid under the tag. Good hustle that time. He gets himself in scoring position. Had a pretty decent jump over there, but the throw was right on the money. Excellent throw. The Porter at the plate with his 379 average, trying to knock in his childhood buddy, Lance Lequeur. Five to three is the score. Parma Western over Corona. Porter holds off. Good job that time. Ball was away. Enough to hold up on those tantalizing high ones. Three and one is the count here. Keep our fingers crossed on the weather. We had an hour, officially an hour and a 22-minute rain delay. This time Porter takes it. Right. Kind of a screwball that time as it came back in. Three to two, or three and two is the count to Ashton Porter. 
Secure medium lead at second base. Shortstop bluffs him back. Porter takes the ball for the first two batters in uh, the bottom of the third inning reach base here for the Cavaliers. Anybody out there that is a friend of Darla Luff? She was over here earlier, but uh, decided to go home to uh, an open house that my buddy's putting on. The only problem is it's next Saturday, <laughs> so she had to turn around, come on back. That's nice of you. <laughs> I told you I'd say so. <laughs> Way to go, Darla. There is uh, at the plate Tyler Epsi, a butt attempt fouled back to the screen. Oh boy. She just didn't want to miss that big one. Huh? That's a big open house. She didn't want to. Oh, that is. It was high on her calendar, you can tell, yeah. by putting it down on the wrong date. <laughs> Bust situation, here's Apsy squaring around, pulls the bat back, hits it to short, shortstop was going to second, goes back to first to see if Apsy gets there just in time. So the fourth out at second, good play by the shortstop. Think of it, getting the fourth. And then uh, the coach for... Coach for Parma Western wants to go out and talk with uh, the base umpire. Scott Oliver is trying to make a claim that there was some sort of interference on the runner at first base. Trying to d deflect the view there, but it looked like a pretty legitimate play to me, didn't it, to you? Oh, I had a hard time looking around the corner there. But <laughs> we squeezed you in there. It was just fortunate for Western that the shortstop was covered second base, so that would have been a base hit. Yeah, absolutely. Perhaps he hit it hard, but he's on at first base on the fielder's choice. One down, 5-3 to three game, met on the corners for the Cavaliers, Andy Oginski at the plate. He had a single his last time up, a solid shot to left field. Here's a swing. They run the runner to second base. Uncontested down there goes Tyler Apsey. Now, in the old days, they used to call that a steal. Nowadays, I think it's a player indifference. Isn't that the call they make? I don't know. When there's no throw, it's not a stolen base. Here is a hit down the third base line, and Lance dodges it. It'll hit it. Hit it. So at the plate, it's Oginski. Two-strike count on him. Last time he had a two-strike count, he laced it to left field. Definitely been a lot more action in this game than it was in the first. Yeah, both teams went with their ace pitchers in the first game, and now they're seeing what the, the backup pitchers can do. Here's the pitch. And again, fouled down the third base line. Coach Oz easily one-hands that one, throws it away back to the pitcher. Oz didn't get his arm loosened up there in the break, evidently. 5-3 ball game. Parma Western over Corona. We're here in this regional championship game of Division II. Gulich uh, throws this pitch in, just misses high. Pretty good pitch that time. I don't know how you stay off that one if you're Andy Oginski. I think he crossed up his catcher that time. He may have. Andy, the, the son of Linda and Dave Oginski. Favorite television show, South Park. Who doesn't like Cartman? Here's the pitch by Gulich, and it's strike three looking by Oginski there. On the outside corner, the heater gets the call. Gulich that time had some pretty good stuff on it. Changed up his pitches. A little bit better now than he did in the first couple innings. Jordan Taylor had a base hit his last time up. Where he was laying down a sacrifice bunt, and the third baseman uh, never came in. Beat it out. 
Swings and misses on the first delivery here. Looks down at his coach, Brian Osborne. Two down, two on for Corona. Runners on to second and third. Lance Lachier on third, Tyler Epstein on second. This time Thayer takes it. Ball one. One and one to count. We're in the bottom of the third inning here from Goodrich High School. Josh Coolidge on the mound here for the Panthers. Thayer hits it to third. Jansen throws it across the diamond. A perfect strike to Sharp. The Cavaliers are held with two runners on. Nobody across the plate. Five to three. It is Parma Western over front as we head into the fourth. I'm going to Big City Dog. I just love that smell. Hey, I'm staying around and wait for somebody to drop one. Wait. Why wait? <laughs> Works every time. Don't drop that dog. Big City Dogs Downtown Corona has the taste you crave. Proudly serving Michigan's own Kogel's all beef hot dogs the way they do in great American cities like Atlanta, L.A., Honolulu, Detroit, New York, Chicago, and more. We all know dogs come in all sizes, and you can have your Big City Dogs regular, Vienna, or footlong. There's even a footlong corn dog. Whoa. There's burgers, chicken sandwiches, kids meals, and all your favorite signs and drinks. Ask about the Big City Dogs party packs to spread the fun around. Eat in, carry out, or delivery. Explore the wide world of Big City Dogs today. 307 North Shiawassee Street, downtown Corona. Call 743-1010. And remember, don't drop that dog. If you've got four-legged mouth to feed, Corona Mills has the feed you need to feed them. Corona Mills carries the feed you need for just about any kind of animal, with cat and dog food and treats, cattle feed, horse feed, hog feed, and let's not forget our feathered friends, Corona Mills carries four types of wild bird seed. Oh, and fish food for your fishy friends, too. So if you've got furry, feathered, or fishy mouths to feed, you need to get to know the friendly folks at Corona Mills. 417 South Shiawassee Street in Corona. Corona Mills is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and on Saturdays from 9 to 3. Give them a call at 989-743-3110. That's 743-3110. Corona Mills is proud of the achievement of the Corona Cavalier Varsity Baseball Team. Way to go, guys, and congratulations on an outstanding season. Corona Mills, proud to sponsor high school sports on Z925 The Castle. here. We have just had a great play on both corners for the Cavaliers. Lance McKeer stabs the ball through it to first base and Tyler Epstein. Tremendous play, uh, scooping up the throw and then diving back to the bag to get the uh, hitter, Kevin Clark, out at first base. Third base to first. One down. So let's play leadoff hitter, Carson Kraft. The rain's coming down harder and Kraft gets hit on the ankle. So he'll get the first courtesy of the hit by the pitch, and it's coming down. Well, I got a feeling that the umpire had said that if they call this game, if the players have to come in again, they're going to call it, didn't they? That's what he said, yeah. So if they do reschedule this game, if we uh, can't get it in, it'll be uh, Monday at 5 o'clock. Back here at Goodrich. But stick with us. It hasn't been to that point yet. Matt Sinkovic at the plate. 260 hitter. Uh, he's two for two in this ball game off of Brad Sewell. And I think I just heard thunder. Oh, you heard it. Here's the score. It's 
certainly hear the thunder, and I think ground players are looking at each other now. Let's see if they continue to play. They're going, what are we doing out here? Two balls, one out. We're going to stay here, obviously, until it's official that they tell us to go home. This time, nice pitch by Sewell, and then the curveball called strike on the outside corner. Two and one. Sewell goes to the stretch. Here's the pitch. Hit towards second. Gets into the outfield for the base hit. Carson Kraft goes to third. Here goes Sinkovic. And then the throw goes to third base, and Sinkovic moves up to second. So good hustle by Kraft to get all the way to third base. And probably Spain would have been a little wiser to go to second base on that one throw behind the runner, right? Right. Like to keep those runners flipped. Yep. Just in a wet ball. Now, especially in game one, a couple of double plays really helped uh, Lequeur get out of a couple of jams. He finished with uh, a four-hitter and picked up his tenth win on the season in that game. He's moved over to play third base in this one. Runner is at second and third for Parma Western. Here is the pitch. Ball high on uh, the slider. Parma Western holds on to that two-run lead. And the conditions are getting soggier as we speak. Here's Sewell outside, missed on that fastball, 2-0 now to the best hitter in the lineup here for Parma Western, Louis Sharp. Here's a single on the day, and well, here we go. They're bringing the teams in again. So let's, let's stay right here for temporarily. Two balls and no strike. We got one out. To three. Five to three is the score. Looks like we're going to be sticking around here temporarily. I don't think they've called this game yet. They want the ground crew to add onto the field. So what we're, where we're at here, it's five to three. Armour Western over Toronto. We're in the top of the fourth inning, and Western has players on second and third base. And we're probably going to just take a, a delay again, Jim, and, and send back to the studio and let our listeners again listen to a little music temporarily. Five to three is the score. Parma Western over Corona here live on Z92.5. Okay, Z92.5, we're going to go back to Ted Patel, who's in the middle of a rain delay, and he thinks they're going to have some action. Ted, how you well, doing? Well, we're going to do our darkness to get this thing in this afternoon. It's 5-3 the score. We're going to be back in some action. Now, we've had a couple of changes here in the Cavalier lineup as they are on the field. Bring everybody up to speed. Uh, Corona Trail, Parma Western, 5-3. to three. It was uh, Brad Sewell on the hill for Corona the whole way so far, but now they've made a change. It's going to be Brandon Eckerley coming in from shortstop to take over on the mound. Lance Lequeur moves over from third base to shortstop, and Adam Scott gets into the ball game now defensively from his def uh, DH position. Now he'll be out on the field at third base. Chris, I don't know. I don't know what you read into this. You know, these rain delays and what it does to a psyche of a team. Any ideas? Well, I'm not an expert on high school baseball. It's the least part we do of any, and it's really hard to get a feel for it just doing it once a year. But, uh, you know, these are young kids. They can have jobs. It's a big position for this young man to come in, though. It is. Still strikes right away. Well, that's really technically the number two guy on the hill for the Cavaliers this year. Bases are loaded. Two men out. 
the pitcher, Josh Gulich, on the mound here for Parma Western, and he takes the ball one. Two-run ball game. The Panthers are on top of the Cavaliers. Eckerly goes to the hill. Here's a pitch at the knees called strike. One and one the count to Gulich. Around the infield, it's Scott at third, Lequeur at shortstop, Thayer at second base, and Apathy over at first. Oh, ball almost gets away from Secor. He does a nice job of saving that one from going to the screen. Thought about throwing it to first base, but Tyler Apathy over there just got caught in the bud a little bit. Got to really be careful with the conditions that we're under right now. Field in reasonably good shape, I would say, for all the rain that we did get. Here's Eckerly's pitch on the outside corner, strike. And every time the runner on first base, Reed Hackworth, tries to get off that uh, that lead and, and make a move towards second base, he almost goes down. Very slick over there. Big pitch here. 2-2. Two -two. Here's Eckersley. His pitch are coming to the play. Strike three, they punch him out. So Gulich strikes out. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning here on Z92-5. A 5-3 ball game. Parma Western over Corona. If you've got four-legged mouths to feed, Corona Mills has the feed you need to feed them. Corona Mills carries the feed you need for just about any kind of animal, with cat and dog food and trees, cattle feed, horse feed, hog feed, and let's not forget our feathered friends, Corona Mills carries four types of wild bird seed. Oh, and fish food for your fishy friends, too. So if you've got furry, feathered, or fishy mouths to feed, you need to get to know the friendly folks at Corona Mills. 417 South Shiawassee Street in Corona. Corona Mills is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and on Saturdays from 9 to 3. Give them a call at 989-743-3110. That's 743-3110. Corona Mills is proud of the achievements of the Corona Cavalier Varsity Baseball Team. Way to go, guys, and congratulations on an outstanding season. Corona Mills, proud to sponsor high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle.
at-bat here this afternoon. So the number nine hitter really coming through the Cavaliers. That brings the top of the order to the plate. Adam Scott started off as the designated hitter, and when Sewell came out at the top of the inning when we just got uh, back in play, he moved over to third base. So the Cavaliers have lost their designated hitter on the afternoon. Same lead at second. Scott trying to punt for a base hit and maybe move the runner along also. Can't quite make connection, so it's strike one. Coach Oz giving the signals over there at that third base spot. Got the right-handed hitter. Had a single his first time up. He takes a slow pitch and hits it to left field. Has a solid base hit as he held on and was not fooled at all on that changeup. So now the Cavaliers are in business, trailing by two. Nobody out. And the meat of the order getting ready to come up now. Well, Mr. Gooley has not been a mystery for the Cavaliers all afternoon. They've been hitting pretty good. They have indeed. Cavaliers now have uh, nine hits on the afternoon. Runners on the corner. Got a short confab on the mound right now. Schools work hard to have their student-athletes practice good sportsmanship. We should expect even more from adults. More fairness and respect, more sportsmanship, and more self-restraint. If your kids play sports, be a model, not a problem. Good sports are winners. A public service message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association and Z925. Well, we're going to have a pitching change, it looks like, here, Chris. So while we do, why don't we tell our listeners about a couple of our other sponsors. I think they're in the front of the book there. The good folks at Cartronics have a lot to provide the sports posse with their cell phones for use of the sports broadcast heard here on the Capitol. Cartronics has locations in Owasso, Flint, Howland, Midland. Give them a call for all those Verizon wireless needs. Call 723-6847. Well, golf season is in full swing, so next time you're looking for a place to play at a great price, check out the Bennington Golf Club and Driving Range located at 4377 South M52. During the season, Monday through Friday specials, Walk is $12 for all day, nine holes before noon, just seven. Cart, $25 for all day, nine holes before noon, just $13. If you're playing at a party or similar event, the clubhouse is available for rental. And after your round, or if you're just hungry, and the restaurant features a great menu, including mouth-watering burgers and other great sandwiches. For more details or tea times, phone Bennington Golf Club at 725-9194, or just pop in on South M52, right smack in the middle between Owasso and Perry. Well, in the pitching change here, Jesse Buck comes into the ballgame. Starting pitcher Josh Gulich uh, couldn't get anybody out here in the bottom of the fourth inning for the Cavaliers. Uh, manager Drew Taylor, or the manager for Parma uh, Western, rather, Coach Scott Oliver, comes out and uh, has a chat with his uh, third baseman to pass on something to the pitcher on the mound, Jesse Buck. Five to three, the Cavaliers' bats have come alive here in game two. Nine hits so far, and nobody out looking to get this game even that much closer. At the plate, Brandon Ackerley, who's moved over from shortstop to pitcher, the right-handed hitter, seeing the right-handed slant of the pitcher, Buck, and overthrows that one a little bit on the outside. Ball one. Two-run lead for Parma Western over Corona. Spain on at third base. Scott on at first, and it's ball two. 
afternoon here for these baseball teams and fans. Two balls. No strikes here to the Cavalier batter. Eckerlead, he takes ball three outside. So he should be taking here, I would assume. I'm sure he'd give the green light in this situation, but who knows? 3-0 to Ackerley. The pitch outside. Just caught the outside corner that time. 3-1 to Brandon Ackerley. 468 batting average coming into the play today. Here's Eckerly waist high and away. So ball four. Eckerly draws the base on ball. Cavaliers load up the bases. So Ryan Secor is going to be followed by Lance Lequeur. So if the Cavaliers are going to get something done here with the bat and put some more runs on the board, you would think this would be the point. You got to like it. The base is loaded and three and four hitters up. Mm-hmm. Secor, a 5.38 batting average on the season. He takes the first pitch here, outside and away. Right now, Jesse Buck, a tough situation coming in the game after all those rain delays and having a hard time finding the zone. 1-0 to Ryan Secor, the Cavalier catcher. Here's the pitch, high and away, ball two. And the catcher, Andy Kreger, goes out to talk with his pitcher, Jesse Buck. You know what the catcher says to the pitcher when he goes out in this situation? No, what does he say? Throw a strike. Throw a strike. That's, that's pretty good philosophy. I like that. I don't doubt if there's any coaching going on. Not a lot. Now, if you watch the movie Bull Durham, you might think there's other things going on in the mound, like, uh, you know, picking out silverware or something. But I don't think that was that conversation there. Here's the pitch, and Secor takes ball three. The catcher that time, Krieger, fires it back to the mouth. Yeah, you notice that? <laughs> that gives the pitcher confidence. Exactly. Come on, throw strike. Five to three is the score. 3-0 to Secor. He walks that ball four, so he'll go to first base, and a run comes in. And Coach Oliver's going to make another quick trip out there. Yeah. Shoot, he might even bring back in uh, Goulage back in the ball game. Now he brings everybody on the infield in together. Thank goodness the rain has stopped because the play and action has slowed down here. Also, the first game went hour and a half, right? An hour and a half. Well, a little over that, but it's pretty close. So, uh... A short appearance there for Jesse Buck, and springing back in comes the starting pitcher, who had already been kind of in a groove on the re-entry. It looks like Goulash is coming back in. Now he's going to go into another position. He'll play shortstop, and is it the shortstop moving in now to become pitcher? Who's on first? I'm not, I'm not sure. So number four, Matt, yep, think of it, the shortstop will come into pitch. So while uh, he finishes his warm-ups, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about uh, what's going on with the MHSAA. Well, there's a lot of things always going on with the MHSAA. Emphasizing participation in academic scholarship in the classroom for all who wish to participate, not college athletic scholarships for the very school. School sports are conducted to benefit entire student bodies and communities, not the narrow interests of individual parents and non-school groups. School sports emphasize local competition, not national tournaments. They let kids be kids, avoiding year-round engagement with a specific sport. 
They are truly educational athletic. High school sports, it's about team. Public service message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, the DNA 2.5 and Sportsnet Michigan. Oh, he 
Maybe he has been tossed out of the game. Yeah, wait, yeah. I didn't catch that. I thought he just called him out. You're keep staying quiet. You knew that. No, I, thought, I thought you knew it. I, I didn't know. I didn't see the umpire give the signal that you're out of here. I thought they just called him out. Now they're just saying he has to get out of the dugout. Yeah, yeah. He's kicked out of the game. So, Oginski takes the ball. that time, Krieger, and Anthony gets down to second and almost had a chance to go all the way to third, but he holds up at second base on the wild pitch. This is going to be the team who survives this game. We're going to move on. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great way of putting it there, too.
Bottom of the fourth. 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 Bottom
There's a throw. Andrew Kruger. Andy Kruger. Andy Kruger into the ball game. He was. But I had him listed as the catcher. No, that, that was 17 I had. Is that his number? Yeah, yeah. That's number 12. Krieger batting for Chapel. The pitch, curveball, taken for a strike. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's who I had as the catcher. Pitch and up here to the batter. That time strikes out. Either way you want to look at it. That's three strikeouts in that position in the order. At the plate now will be Kevin Clark. Here comes goes to the set. Here's the pitch outside and away. Two down here in the top of the fifth inning. Coming to you live from Goodrich High School. It's the high school regional championship on the line. Corona and Parma Western. Here's the pitch at the knees. A strike. One and one to the number nine hitter here for the Panthers. Nickerly to the stretch. Here's the pitch. Curveball that time. Swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. To the DH here for Farmer Western. Pitch the runner going. It popped up on the infield and called territory at the dugout. Oh, car goes skidding into the dugout. There's a lift there up the mess, but it didn't seem to bother him. And he's getting right So early in that first game today, he went head first a couple times. He got the front of his uniform all messy. Now the back is all muddy. He's a mutter. So good hustle by Ryan, almost came up with that one. That will remain one ball and two strikes. That's the pitch, curveball, strike three as they gun him down. So nobody across the plate, they went one run on, one runner on, it's seven to five, Corona, as we head to the bottom of the fifth. I'm going to Big City Dog. I just love that smell. Ah. Hey, I'm staying around and wait for somebody to drop one. Wait. Why wait? <laughs> Work every time. Don't drop that dog. Big City Dogs downtown Corona has the taste you crave. Proudly serving Michigan's own Kogel's all beef hot dogs the way they do in great American cities like Atlanta, L.A., Honolulu, Detroit, New York, Chicago, and more. We all know dogs come in all sizes, and you can have your Big City Dog regular, Vienna, or footlong. There's even a footlong corn dog. Whoa! There's burgers, chicken sandwiches, kids' meals, and all your favorite signs and drinks. Ask about the Big City Dog party packs to spread the fun around. Eat in, carry out, or delivery. Explore the wide world of Big City Dogs today. 307 North Shiawassee Street, downtown Corona. Call 743-1010. And remember, don't drop that dog. If you've got four-legged mouths to feed, Corona Mills has the feed you need to feed them. Corona Mills carries the feed you need for just about any kind of animal, with cat and dog food and trees, cattle feed, 
horse feed, hog feed, and let's not forget our feathered friends. Corona Mills carries four types of wild bird feed. Oh, and fish food for your fishy friends, too. So if you've got furry, feathered, or fishy mouths to feed, you need to get to know the friendly folks at Corona Mills. 417 South Shiawassee Street in Corona. Corona Mills is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and on Saturdays from 9 to 3. Give them a call at 989-743-3110. That's 743-3110. Corona Mills is proud of the achievements of the Corona Cavalier Varsity Baseball Team. Way to go, guys, and congratulations on an outstanding season. Corona Mills, proud to sponsor high school sports on Z92.5 The Capital. Well, we're back here at Goodrich, and uh, you're going to be shocked here. Travis Spade is having the game of his life. He just went off the inning with a three-bagger to the right center field alley. How is this for a number nine hitter? He is first at bat a triple, his second at bat a double, and he follows it up with a triple. I wonder if he's playing any poker tonight. That's quite a hand. 7-5 Corona, leadoff batter on third base at the top of the order now up. Adam Scott, who's had a fine afternoon. He's, he's two for three here. Well, you know, after the first time through the lineup, you're not a number nine hitter anymore. He's a perfect leadoff, man. Yeah. Second leadoff. Here is Scott with his third hit of the afternoon. Laces out on the right field. That'll drive insane. 8-5 to five now, the Cavaliers. Cavaliers continue to pound that baseball. Yeah, they are not being fooled by any of these deliveries here this afternoon. That's uh, 12 hits on the ball game now for Corona. So Spain comes in. Here's the pitch to Eckerly, and he falls it away out of play over the first base dugout. Eckerly one hit in uh, two official plate appearances. He walked in the fourth and also scored a run on the Lance Lachier triple. Here's the pitch. Low curveball low that time. The pitcher, Dinkovich, kind of rotating his arm like it's bothering him a little bit. One and one the count to Eckerly. Here's the pitch. He comes inside. Ball. Eckerly had to jump out of the way a little bit. Three and one is the count. Runner up by three here. We're in the uh, bottom of the fifth inning. Here's a pitch. Hit up the middle. Base hit for Eckerly. Scott's going to have to hold up at second base as the ball didn't go very deep into the outfield. And the Cavaliers' bats are electrified right now. Third hit this inning. 13th on the ball game. And Ryan Secor who definitely will have to get out that uh, bleach to clean that uniform whenever Bob gets to it. Or whenever the cleaning lady from school cleans it. Secor in at the plate. That lofty batting average swings and misses on the curveball. Ryan, a five... 38 average coming into the ball game with eight home runs. Would love to jump on one, but he's behind in the count now. One strike. Here's a pitch. Curveball. Strike two. Well, that one broke off nicely. A couple of good pitches, I think of it. Starting shortstop. They've went through three pitchers. Fourth. He's the fourth now. 
is a pitch outside and away. Ball one. Wait pitch there by Sinkowitz. So this game now is official if we get any weather now. Because we're at the bottom of the fifth inning. The Cavaliers hanging out of the lead. Two-two the count. Or looks down at Coach Oz over at the third base box. Here's the pitch. Secor pops it up. Should be an infield fly rule. It is. First baseman that time. Sharp puts it away. So we got one down now here in the Cavalier half of the fifth inning. Available for rentals. 
And after you round up, you're just hungry. The restaurant features a great menu, includes mouth-watering burgers and other great sandwiches. For more details or tea times, phone Bennington Golf Club, 725-9194, or just hop in on South M52 right there in the middle between Owasso and Perry. The good folks at Cartronic Civil Office will ride the sports posse with cell phones for use of the sports broadcast heard right here on the castle. Cartronic has locations in Owasso, Flint, Howell, and Midland. Give them a call for all your Verizon wireless needs. Call 723-6847. Well, looks like we're going to have another pitching change here as we're going to try uh, Sharp now to come on in. And batting order stays the same, of course, but uh, Louis Sharp will move over from first base, left-hander. And he'll try to put out the fire here. Now, is he, is he the same kid that pitched that first game? Yeah. I know they had a lefty. He's the eighth, I Okay. Had a pretty good game against Mount Morris. So Sharp will move from first to pitcher. And, and Matt Sinkovic will now be the first baseman. Well, he doesn't have a good, as good a record as Julius did, but... Uh, he pitched well in the first game. Mm -hmm. Well, Louis Sharp, the left-hander, you don't see a lot of left-handers in uh, high school baseball anymore, but he's a lanky lad, listed at about, uh, what is it, six foot three, I believe I had him in. He's a lanky left-handed lad. Lefty, yeah. Lanky lad. Lefty, lanky lefty lad. Facing another lanky lefty lad in Ashton Porter at the plate. Well, I guess give a special thanks to our advertisers, which include Meyer of Corona, Big City Dogs, Corona Bills, Novak Home Healthcare, and Sundance, Buick Pontiac GMC. It's been a long afternoon here, but uh, right at this point, all those advertisers hoping the Corona Cavaliers can get it done. So Sharp, the left-hander on the hill, facing the left-handed batter, Ashton Porter. Pitch, bases are loaded, Porter backs off, nice stop by the freshman catcher, Andy Krieger. One ball. Bases are loaded of Cavaliers, nowhere to go. Here's Porter this time, held off, it looks like, they're checking. It's a ball. Ball two, that was a pretty good looking pitch from here. Yeah, it looked right, put the letters. It did. Two balls. This time, strike on the outside corner. Two and one. One down, bases juice. Cavaliers with the three-run lead. Can it break this one wide open with a base hit? Porter. Hits it deep enough to where it should drive in a run on third. Should be the sack. They throw to third. Let's see. Gets a crippling. And it is... So the run comes across on the sack fly, and uh, Porter gets the sacrifice fly. So Scott came across. Eckerly moves up to third. Gilda still on at first base, did not move up. Two out. And at the plate will be Tyler Apsey. Now they're appealing if the runner left early and they call him safe. He was okay. The runner is leaving early to third. That was Eckerly.
So Ampsy uh, has done a base a couple times with fielder's choices, but still looking for his first hit today. Runners on the corner. Cavaliers, that, that run there was a big run, I think, Mac. Hit four runs up here late in the contest. Nine to five, front leads it. Ampsy takes a strike. Here's the pitch. Napsy a big cut that time. Can't make contact behind in the count. 0-2. Now the ball gets away from the pitcher, and it's a runner coming in to score. Good hustle by Eckerly. Pitcher didn't catch the ball on the throwback, and it gets the run in. One thing about baseball, this ball is never dead unless the umpire calls time. That's right. Got away from the pitcher that time, and Louis Sharp just bounced a few feet away, but Eckerly was on his toes to come across the plate. Give the Cavaliers a five-run lead. On top, 10-5. to five. Gilda's still over there at first base.
Notre Dame 2-2. Two, 10-5. Two, Toronto leads it over Carmel Western. Trying to get out to the quarterfinals at Flushing High School Tuesday afternoon. Here's the pitch. Low. Ball four. Well, Kraft shows that he's a good leadoff hitter. He's walked twice, hit by a pitch the other time, and uh, grounded out. But uh, he hits himself on the base pass for the third time. Here's the pitch. Actually, this is outside. To Matt, think of it. Ball one. Infield playing straight up. Here's the pitch. At the knees, strike. And Scott, the shortstop, playing over a little bit closer to second base. Make sure he protects that middle of the infield. There's a quick move to first, and Ackerley throws it away. Might have flipped, but it went flying to the fence, and that moves up the base runner, Carson Kraft. So, Barbara Western with a chance here to get something going. Nobody out here in the top of the sixth inning. Six out, you don't need to be worrying about guys on first base, but five run late too much. That is why you know what is going on, absolutely. You're counting out now at this stage. Think of it. At the plate, follows one right back at it. Thank goodness for the chain link backstop. Scores 10 to 5, we're in the sixth inning. It's 6 o'clock, Castle Time. You're listening to WJSZ Ashley Owasso, home of high school sports in the Michigan area. Cavaliers going for just their second regional championship ever. And put together a nice season this year, too. Another foul back that time by the batters. Think of it. Was it 95 or 96 when they went down to Battle Creek? 95. Yeah, that's what I thought. Made it all the way to the state semifinals. And really, I thought uh, that team could have even went all the way to the state championship. They had an excellent ball club that year. can't remember who beat them in that semi. Carlton Airport. That's right, Carlton Airport. Here's the pitch by Eckerly. Swing and a miss. Strikes him out. Big out there. As right now, if Ackerley can get through the middle of the order here in this inning, he'll be facing the lower half of the order coming up in that uh, seventh. He's done a great job since coming in for Sewell. Mm-hmm. Throwing strikes. Things were looking pretty bad for the Cavaliers in the early going, but uh, they have fought their way back with the stick. And also some pretty good relief pitching. Louis Sharp takes the ball. He's another one of those oddities that uh, throws left, bats right. Takes a strike on the outside corner. I hope their mom's not listening. <laughs> Sports oddity, how's that? Not like David Bowie, a space oddity. Here's Eckerly, steps off the mound there. I think he wants uh, Secor, the catcher, to reset the signal. Here's the pitch. Low, Secor goes back to second, and Scott takes his eye off the ball, and it goes into shallow right field and bounces away from him. Well, Chris, there's your philosophy again. 
Yeah, you just don't need to be worrying about guys on second base. Right. And you especially don't want to give them opportunities to get freebie runs. But that moves Kraft up to third. Right now, Eckerly just needs to keep concentrating on getting the batter. I don't think I've ever seen a catcher throw a guy out of second base that I can remember. It happens, but it's not uh, a regular occurrence. And you raise this point of the game, just go after him. I guess he's done it this year, but okay. probably not the right time to be throwing it down. Well, the score remains 10 to 5. Corona on top of Parma Western. Here's pitch. We can get a miss by Sharp. He was up the count at 3 and 2. Trap on third. Garbo takes the ball for inside, so a couple of walks this inning. Sandwiched in between a strikeout. That brings up the cleanup hitter here, Reed Hackworth. Hackworth, a couple of home runs on the season, a 3.64 average. Right-handed hitter will face the right-handed slant of Brandon Eckerly. Their center fielder. Here's Eckerly's pitch, outside corner, called strike one. And with a five-run lead, I think it's pretty important, too, to just go after the hitters, don't yeah, you? Just throw straight stuff. Absolutely. Let your infield help you out. Maybe locate it, but yeah, throw strikes. That's the main thing. Of course, that's easier said than done. Uh, yep, you're that's right. Everything is forced. Yep. They fake it to third, and then uh, he steps off the mound that time. Yeah, Scott just made a quick trip to the mound prior to that. Eckerly now going to look back in at Ryan Secor. Here's the kick, the deal. It's fouled towards the Cavalier dugout. Just missed it. So Hackworth falls behind in the countdown. 0-2. Looking in, goes to the stretch. Here's the pitch now. On the curve, goes out and away. One ball, two strikes. Just a waste pitch there. Cavaliers have opened up the floodgates here with 13 hits this afternoon. Here's Eckerly. Just misses inside. 2 2. Reed Ackworth, 25 ribbies on the season. Right-handed hitter. Here's the pitch. Eckerly, and it's hit towards right field. Should fall in for a hit. It does. That'll not get a run. So one of those base on balls comes back to bite the Cavaliers. Base hit by Hackworth drives in Carson Kraft, who let off the inning with the walk. That puts runners on first and second. Strike. 
We have one out here in the top of the sixth inning from Goodrich High School. Zeckerle's delivery is hit towards second. A little squibber. They should just go to first to get the out. Thayer fires it over and gets the out. But he gets the Martoya. But that does move up the runners to second and third. Abe Jansen now comes to the plate. Their third baseman. Big opportunity for him right here. If he can get himself a hit. He can make this a game going down to the stretch. Eckerly, a little high on the first pitch. 10 to 6, Corona leads it. Herman Western at the plate here at the top of the six. Runners on second and third. Eckerly comes to the plate this time. Swing and a miss. Jansen can't make connections there. They have two outs here in the six. Cavaliers up by four. Eckerly working quickly now. Comes to the plate. Here's the pitch. High swing and a miss again. Jansen couldn't catch up with that one. Here comes Eckerly. Stretch again. A pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss. Strike three. So we head to the bottom of the sixth here with Corona leading Parma Western 10 to 6. When family and friends come together for backyard summer fun, they all head to Meyer for their summer fun supplies. Your hometown Meyer store has it all, from meat for the grill to sides and salads, your favorite summer drinks, chips, dessert, and even the charcoal you need to get it all going. While you're there, don't forget the sunscreen. Oh, and the bug spray. You might want to grab a couple of new beach towels. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, the kids will need new swimsuits. Don't worry, you'll find it every day at low Meyer prices. Why pay more? Grab the newest movie releases, pick up your lottery tickets, and don't forget the force is coming up fast. So stock up now on sparklers and fireworks to help make your celebration a blast. Your summer fun headquarters is your Owasso Cremona Area Meyer Store. M21 at State Road, Corona. Proud to sponsor high school sports on Z925 The Castle. I'm going to Big City Dog. I just love that smell. Hey, I'm staying around and wait for somebody to drop one. Wait. Why wait? <laughs> Work every time. Don't drop that dog. Big City Dogs downtown Corona has the taste you crave. Proudly serving Michigan's own Kogel's all-beef hot dogs the way they do in great American cities like Atlanta, L.A., Honolulu, Detroit, New York, Chicago, and more. We all know dogs come in all sizes, and you can have your Big City Dog regular Vienna or footlong. There's even a footlong corn dog. Whoa. There's burgers, chicken sandwiches, kids meals, and all your favorite signs and drinks. Ask about the Big City Docs party packs to spread the fun around. Eat in, carry out, or delivery. Explore the wide world of Big City Dogs today. 307 North Shiawassee Street, downtown Corona. Call 743-1010. And remember, don't drop that dog. Back at Goodrich High School, the regional championship on the line at the plate for Corona. Andy Oginski. Oginski looking at a one-on-one -on -one count right now, facing the left-handed deliveries here of Louis Sharp. Corona leads it 10-6 with Chris McMillan on Ted Patel. Ball on the outside. Two balls, one strike now. Looks like we got a pinch hitter getting ready to bat next. John Bennett loosening up in the on-deck circle. Here's Sharp. Low. 
A bad delivery. Three balls in one strike. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Corona three outs away from a regional championship. Swing and a miss that time. Kyle Ginsky tried to jump all over it. We have a full count. The pitch outside, ball four. So Ginsky draws the walk. Nobody out. Ten to six. Corona on top. At the plate, John Bennett batting for Jordan Thayer. Here's the pitch. He hits it up the middle. Could be a double play ball. Shortstop fields it, throws it over to first and two for the price of one. So Bennett hits it to the Double play. And Travis Sane, who's having quite the afternoon, three for three, two triples and a double. Here's a curveball outside corner called strike one. Sane came into the game with a 309 batting average. I'm sure that's improved on the three for three performance and now he takes strike two. So it will be sharp. Here comes the pitch. Curveball on the outside corner. Strike three. So we're going to head to the top of the seventh inning. Corona holds on to a 10-6 lead. We'll be back right after this. If you've got four-legged mouse to feed, Corona Mills has the feed you need to feed them. Corona Mills carries the feed you need for just about any kind of animal, with cat and dog food and trees, cattle feed, horse feed, hog feed, and let's not forget our feathered friends, Corona Mills carries four types of wild bird seed. Oh, and fish food for your fishy friends, too. So if you've got furry, feathered, or fishy mouse to feed, you need to get to know the friendly folks at Corona Mills. 417 South Shiawassee Street in Corona. Corona Mills is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and on Saturdays from 9 to 3. Give them a call at 989-743-3110. That's 743-3110. Corona Mills is proud of the achievements of the Corona Cavalier Varsity Baseball Team. Way to go, guys, and congratulations on an outstanding season. Corona Mills, proud to sponsor high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle.
charge and charge. Look us up on the Wheeler Dinner. We're going to save you a lot of money. back here. Uh, you just missed a leadoff double by Brad Billigan. Here's a swing and a miss by the batter. Batting right now is uh, Jesse Buck for Chapel. Here's a pitch. Curveball misses outside. Eckerly on the hill. One ball, one strike. There he's facing the lower part of the order right now. Buck batting for Chapel. Number eight hitter here in the lineup. Here's the pitch. Actually, that time throws the fastball. It was high. At least that was what the call was. Two and one. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Actually, going with the heat that time. Two and two is the count. And I think I agree. We just he just needs to be throwing strikes now. Don't let any other runners on. At least courtesy balls. On the outside corner, called strike three. Good pitch. Excellent pitch. Turn two outs away from the win. They lead it 10 to 6. Kevin Clark now batting. Here's a pitch by Ackerley. Outside misses, ball one. A little relief, I think, when you get that first out in the seventh. Oh, yeah. Now you know you're just counting her down to two outs to go. We're in the top of the seventh, trying to hold on to a four-point lead. <laughs> Two balls, no strike. Number nine hitter, Kevin Clark. Here's a pitch at the knees, called strike. Brandon Eckerley on the outside corner. Strike two. Two and two. Hitting that outside corner. Yeah. Paint the black. Eckerley goes to the stretch. Looks to second. Now comes to play. Fouled off down the first base line there. Kevin Clark stays alive. Credit can hold on to win this game. They'll be playing in the quarterfinals at Flushing High School on Tuesday. Here's Eckerley's delivery to the plate. Lull, Seacar knocked it down, then lost it as it bounced up in the air, and the runner moves up, Brad Milligan. Now what does that runner at third base mean, Chris? Nothing. Nothing is right. Go after the hitter. So it's Milligan on at third. Eckerly on the hill, trying to hold on to the four-run lead. This pitch goes in the dirt also. Secor runs it down, but it's ball four now. It's going to be Eckerly working on the top of the order. Well, things can get a little bit interesting in late in the ball game, that's for sure. This is a kid who likes to look at a lot of pitches, so you're going to have to throw him a strike. Yeah, he's been on base three out of his four plate appearances here this afternoon. Left-handed hitter Carson Kraft. Here's the pitch on the outside corner, strike one. Cavaliers lead on the Panthers by four. Ten to six. 
Hopefully we'll take the long time looking in here. Runners on the corner. Here's a pitch. Ooh, Rap lets that one go inside. Low. One and one. Brad Milligan on it third. Kevin Clark on it first. Landon Eckerly on the hill for Cronus. High curveball that time. A little bit too high. Two and one. Here's the pitch now. Outside hit for short. Scott gets over there. It's going to go all the way across the diamond. Not in time. And then it gets away from Apsi. I think he might have had a shot a second. That's what I was thinking. If he, have had a, he would have been a little bit closer because even if the throw would have been completed to first base, I don't think he would have got the runner trapped. Oh. It would have been close a second, but he had a shot. Uh -huh. So Kraft gets the... Uh, going to give him a base hit on that. He had it beat out. And gets a run across the plate. 10-7 as Coach Brian Osborne goes out onto the mound to chit-chat with his team. Take a listen to this from the MHSAA while we have this short pause. Registration for people interested in becoming high school sports game officials for the 2005-06 school year are now being accepted to Michigan High School Athletic Association. For the first time this year, online registration is available to everyone through the MHSAA website. For more information, contact the MHSAA office in East Lansing or go online at MHSAA.com. 10-7 is the score. Corona holds on the lead, but Parma Western kicking up their heels here in their half of the seventh inning. One down. Two runners on. Tie run at the plate. Ball one. The number two hitter in the lineup. So now Eckerley's going to have to go. Two, three, four probably. We'll see. At least two and three. The pitch. And there's a line drive to right field. Base hit. Tight Matt Sinkowitz. That scores a run, RBI. They're moving up one run at a time. So it will be Louis Sharp, their best hitter, 418 of the year. Six home runs. The lead run now at the plate. Carson Kraft on it second. Matt Sinkovitz on it first. Here's a high fly ball to deep center field, but not deep enough. Ashton Porter has a beat on it, and he hauls it in. Two down and a big out and a big sigh of relief from the Corona fans. So Reed Hatworth, who also has good power, he has a double in this ballgame. He's hit a couple home runs on the season at the plate. Western down to their final out. 10 to 8. Corona leads it. Good pitch by Eckerly. Curveball called strike. That was a little surprise. Sharp jumped on the first pitch in that situation, but he liked what he saw. Here's a fly back, back behind us. Two strikes now. Brandon Eckerly, one strike away from closing out a regional championship here for Corona. Been a long day for everybody involved, especially the kids, but boy, it'll be all worth it to them if they can get this final out. Here's Eckerly. Here's the pitch. Hit the third. It'll be Gilda just standing in the baseline and tags the guy for out number three. And that'll do it. Corona picks up 
the baseball regional championship over here at Emily City with the big 10 to 8 win. And I think we've been here long enough today, don't you, partner? We've been here a long time, Ted. And I think the most important thing that we just want to pass on to everybody out there is, first of all, the final score, 10 to 8. Corona won this one with uh, a solid inning day, 13 hits. Had some good performances on the hill. Sewell struggled a little bit. Brad Sewell struggled a little bit early, but then the Cavalier relievers who came in did the job, and then it was closed out by Brandon Eckerly. So the final score here from... Goodrich High School, it is Corona 10 and Goodrich 8. That means Corona now will move on to Tuesday's quarterfinal action at Flushing High School. That's going to do it from the press box here in Goodrich. For Chris McMillan, I'm Ted Patel saying so long, everybody, and have a great Saturday evening. Sobeck's Home Medical Supplies is your local full-service home medical equipment and supply store and has been serving Shiawassee County and the surrounding area for over 40 years. At Sobeck's Home Medical, you'll find a full line of oxygen equipment, all your diabetic supplies, breast prosthesis, wheelchairs and mobility aids, bathroom safety aids, and more. You'll also find caring, professional service to help you find solutions to your particular medical problems. Sobeck's Home Medical Supplies has three convenient locations to serve you. 112 West Exchange Street, Downtown Owasso, 8906 East Lansing Highway in Durand, and Broad Street, inside the Broad Street Pharmacy, Downtown Chesaning. Sobeck's Home Medical Supplies, proud sponsor of high school sports on Z925 The Castle. Call 723-8927 in Owasso, 288-4609 in Durand, and 845-8927 in Chesaning.